Come with us down the rabbit hole. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. As we explore the odd and esoteric. If my answers frighten you, then you should cease asking scary questions. This is the AU Radio Underground Files. Underground I know I invited you over to my place for a night of Netflix, cheap wine, and maybe some romance. But on our first date, you were rude to the waiter and you said you hated tiny dogs. So instead, I've decided to sacrifice you to the 10th king of hell in exchange for immortality. These are the underground files. Sound logic. We, have a li- we may have a limited cast this episode, but you know what we do have? The hologram of the ghost of a Hannah impersonator. Neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> I had to convince her to come here under the pretense of a secret Pokemon Go EX battle upstairs. Turns out I was lying and now she's really mad at me. It's Joy. Where's my Mewtwo? I'm sorry. <laughs> the only man brave enough to run the controls of the podcast hosted by witches while talking about the Salem Witch Trials. It's Travis. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Katie from the podcast, and we have another special guest today. Uh, thank you so much for joining us last week, Aaron. We hope to have you on soon. Uh, Jen, you want to get witchy with us today. Absolutely. We, uh, this is, again, my name is Katie from the podcast, and this is episode 2.9, The Salem Witch Trials Part 2. Electric Boogaloo. They stole my penis! There's significantly less penis stealing in part two, sadly enough. You know what isn't in part two? Or you know what is in part two? A lot of conspiring and some good old country neighbor drama. And a lot of mean girls. And so many mean girls. On Wednesday, we wear pink. They couldn't afford pink, and it was a harlot color. Also, yeah, totally I know. against puritanical <laughs> yeah. laws. Yeah. No, pink, pink is just watered down red, and red is the color of Satan. So Satan! Satan. Well, no wonder so many people were convicted of witchcraft. All right. Because <gasps> they had better fashion sense. <laughs> so, they were pink. Uh, last week, we, we uh, touched on the fact that Tichuba and the girls that uh, were accusing everybody had re- had pre-rehearsed an, uh, the act of the courtroom talking about how Tichuba was wholly repentant and how every single time any of the other women that were accused would the, the girls would writhe, they would scream in pain, they would do all this melodrama, which completely took the heat off Tichuba, which was really nice. Which I, I think we were saying before we started recording, like, it's funny because in that culture Tichuba really was the only one that was actively practicing witchcraft yes but she honestly they were puritanical 1600s colonies Um, she was the she was gonna be the first to die if she didn't do something no 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 I totally agree I just think it's funny that all the the other people that were accused of witchcraft, like she was actually the one that was like, believed in fortune. Like did this. Yeah, yeah, like came from a culture where that was a thing that people did. But But she was smart was the thing. (laughs) And that's a history throughout the Inquisition, throughout everything. The people that actually practiced herbalism or, you know, anything remotely considered witchcraft, very rarely were they convicted of anything. And the thing to remember with Tichuba is... It's easy to put her in a bad light of her talking to the girls and conspiring and everything. But 
ev- almost every single person that was accused, especially uh, Sarah Good and Sarah Osborne, the people that uh, were on trial around the same time as Tituba, they were just as quick to throw her under the bus. Oh, yeah, no. I'm not saying what she did was wrong, because in her situation... I would have done the same thing. Yeah, everybody, these three women were fully trying to throw each other under the bus because as we talked about last week, they knew what was going to happen if they didn't get out of this situation as quickly as possible. Right, none of them had a, had the protection of a, of a, well, some of them didn't have the protection of a family at all. Oh, and, yeah. And the rest of them had no no, no money or, or any sort of... Uh, a family strength to fall back on. I believe it was them. Sarah Good that was homeless, even though she had a husband that was supposed to do all the yeah. work. And he fully was like, yeah, she's probably a witch. She's just mean to me. He was a, literally the worst husband. Those things didn't stop, though, until there was a witch. Like, yeah. they, they never stopped until they found somebody guilty. So yeah. you got to throw people under the bus or oh, yeah. you're going to die in prison. Right. Yeah. So um, all three of these women were imprisoned and covered in heavy metal chains, the people of Salem believing that the chains would keep them from essentially astral projecting and performing heinous acts outside of their bodies. Because using iron to control Mm -hmm. spirits isn't witchcraft at all. No, we're going to get into... uh, (laughs) I mean, it's it's very strong folklore. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a folklore. It doesn't necessarily... I mean, it's definitely witchcrafty, but it comes from the old country where yeah. you're dealing Wait. with fae. And-, yes. and how is that How is that the opposite of... We're <laughs> actually going to talk about, uh, in part three, we're going to start talking about people using witchcraft to either ward off or find witches. Oh, it's going to be gross. There's a lot of pee in it. There's a lot of <laughs> bodily functions in this series. I apologize. Not unlike Pee Pants Gary. <laughs> pee Pants. So... Um, many more of these hearings ensued. Good and Osborne could proclaim their innocence every single time. Tichuba, however, admitted guilt, but claimed she was forced and was wholly repentant. This set a weird precedent. It led the people of Salem to believe that their proclamation of innocence was a continuing admission of guilt. So this is the weird dogmatic logic that killed a lot of people, among a bunch of other things in these Salem witch trials. If you said, okay, yeah, I admit it, but I was forced by this person, this person, this person, you are all but absolved of your sins. If you said, I've done nothing wrong, these people are lying, you were continuing to practice witchcraft and and you were a danger to Salem Village. Well, and that that actually falls back on one of the puritanical um, covenants or laws Mm -hmm. in that if you admitted guilt in something, uh, you were then absolved of facing for, for the most part. I mean, there were a few things that the, you would could still be tried and executed for, but your judgment would come from God. And therefore the community didn't step in because it wasn't there. You had already admitted guilt. You had already been found guilty then. And God would take care of you as long as it wasn't, you know, something like murder or something to that effect. Yeah. So, Wait, so which begs the question of like, then why didn't more people just be like, yeah, okay, fine. I've practiced witchcraft, but it wasn't my fault. Yeah. I'm- because then you're facing judgment of God. You said yeah, you did Yeah, that actually it. sets right. a weird precedent because say you have an illegitimate child or you marry outside of your race or something. There's not a whole lot that people will do to you in this timeline because 
well, you're going to be judged by God when you die. So there's not much that we can really do. Yet they would burn them for witchcraft. We didn't burn anybody in Salem. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, <laughs> Sorry, that just, I've, I worked with teenagers. And so I just really get yeah. annoyed. We're getting, remember the burning times see, but, of Salem. See, but yeah. I really get into, uh, I really get into the line of burn the witch. I've watched too much Monty Python. No, it was just a lot of hanging and crushing and smushing, smushing. Lots yeah. of boob mashing, as we talked about last week. Yeah. An but, overwhelming amount of boob well, mashing. And, and the other thing that you have to understand uh, about uh, puritanical churches, the, the Puritan religion in general, is that you could go to church, but you you actually had to to become a member. There were several steps that you had mm-hmm. to do, and so you could go to the church. But if you weren't a member of the church, you couldn't be absolved of sins. In most um, like hardline puritanical mm-hmm. churches, you couldn't take um, communion. You couldn't confess. Mm-hmm. There were a whole bunch of things you couldn't do, and therefore, if you were guilty of something, you could be excommunicated as a member and could not become a member again. And when you realize that's the only church you can go to in this town and yeah. they're going to tell everyone i mean they publish yeah. letters of who were who were members and who weren't and all of the other churches in in uh, massachusetts knew who who all the members of all the other churches were so if you aren't weren't on a membership roster you could suddenly not mm-hmm. um you're out much, of luck yeah you you couldn't participate contribute or be absolved in any way shape or form and so you were just terrified Obviously, if you if you believed that you were going to go to hell, if you couldn't be absolved of your sins, yeah, then suddenly you were like it, it was. You might as well die. It's, it, it's again, like bad. I said last week, religion scaring I'm, people into behaving for thousands of years. <laughs> I am glad that you brought that up, Joy, because we are actually going to talk about somebody that that exact situation happened to in a little bit. We're going to be talking about somebody that I absolutely adore, Miss Martha Corey. But before that, I want to just set one little point here. Uh, Sarah, keep in mind, they were shackled and just basically put in a hut. Uh, Sarah Osborne, who was one of the accused, was in her 80s in the 1600s, covered in large heavy chains and was sick and weak before all of this started to the point where she couldn't go to church every week. So it began to take obviously on- a witch. So it began to take on toll on her very quickly. And she was in there for weeks. Only iron makes witches sick. It's true. Yep. (gasps) That's not how any of this works. You're part (laughs) of the problem. So we're going to talk about the true boss of this story. Miss Martha Corey. Mrs. Martha Corey. Everyone else was kind of afraid to say anything along the lines of there are no witches. These girls are lying for fear of being accused. The whole mass hysteria thing. Everybody's being accused left and right at this point. You know who wasn't scared of that? Martha Corey. Martha Corey. Uh, Martha Corey called it from the get go. Getting annoyed when arrests started to be made, saying she couldn't believe that the whole village would allow themselves to be hoodwinked by a bunch of children. That is a quote by this woman. She did not, I can't even say it. This woman was just- (laughs) She was a boss. She was an absolute badass. I love her. Uh, Her husband Giles, however, and his name's Giles, so duh, uh, immediately got swept up by the mass hysteria. This infuriated Martha to the point where she would berate him in public about it. Now, let's talk about this for just a second. She is a puritanical woman living in a small town in the 1600s, 
berating her husband in the middle of the street about what a moron he is. <laughs> that doesn't happen here. She's a witch. But the witch. So to the point where she hid his saddle from him so he couldn't ride his horse into town so he could watch the trials. She hid the saddle. She totally took the keys. Yeah, she took the keys. <laughs> this guy needs to learn how to ride a horse. Well, he's he's in his 80s as well. Oh, he's yeah. in his 80s. He's also in his 80s. Yeah. It wouldn't oh, be yeah, proper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be proper. It Old. would get him in trouble. If he rode an unsaddled horse into town, it would get him in trouble. Oh, my God. 1600s, get over yourself. <laughs> There's lots of rules, Hannah. <laughs> There's too many of There's them. There's too many rules. I wouldn't do well in the 1600s. I would absolutely be tried as a witch and killed. Now, this is a weird story of how Martha got arrested and how she started becoming accused. Um, on March 12th, 12-year-old Ann Putnam claimed that Martha's spirit had been coming into her room at night, torturing her and pinching her. There's a lot of pinching happening that witches do. I don't understand the goal behind that. You, you got to pinch the, the children to make sure that they're fat enough to eat. Thank you, Baba Yaga. Hannah. Little you, children. <laughs> can you not be a swamp witch for the Salem witch trials? It sets a weird precedent. Precedent. I don't know. I think that's like a whole new episode. Let's try Hannah. Thank you. <laughs> you guys, you don't have to. I admit it. I'm a witch. The witch. She stole my penis. <laughs> Say, says the witch accusing another witch. Right. <laughs> I'm not a witch. You're a witch. It's called deflection. <laughs> this is how the Duh. Salem witch trials started. <laughs> so, uh, proper, cha proper channels at the time went to the Corey house to ask her about it. Not Corey's house. Martha Corey's house. Uh, to ask her about it, she opened the door and said, I know why you've come here. You want to find out if I'm a witch. Well, I'm not. I can't help but how people talk about me. Now, in modern times, this is a perfectly logical response of, look, there's a lot of people getting arrested. A lot of people are getting accused of witchcraft. I know that this is like there's this is the only logical reason why no, you would come you to my see house. The future. You must yes. be a witch. Yes, that is exactly what happened. <laughs> This would later be used as a key piece of evidence that she had knowledge of the unknown and was therefore a witch. You know, because logic doesn't play any kind of role and in gossip it. Katie, just doesn't Katie, happen. Katie, Katie. It is the 1600s. <laughs> Women are incapable of logic. We are delicate little creatures that cannot think for themselves. She is obviously a witch. Apparently men are incapable of logic either because they can't be like, well, everybody... <sighs> I'd just like to note that most of Katie. the most of the men who, who uh, were, were trying this were actually, they went to school at Harvard and stuff, which is totally frightening. And Oxford. Katie. <laughs> slogan for, him, Katie. for Harvard at the time, burn the witch. We don't need logic. We have God. I'm so frustrated. I'm just, I, you guys are going to give me gray hair. So, essentially, to see what would happen, they took Martha to Ann Putnam's house, who was her accuser, and, was, and as soon as she saw her, Ann twisted on the ground, began... And began howling with pain, and that was enough evidence for everybody. And uh, a warrant was issued for Martha's arrest. See, I'm a bad person. Mm -hmm. That's that's not up for debate. We just know that. <laughs> that's why we're friends. I'd be that little old lady, or if the kid started howling on the ground and writhing around, I'd smack her with my cane. It's exactly what Martha did. <laughs> yes, Martha. It's exactly the kind of energy, just the stern grandma energy. That the Salem witch trials needed, and it helped her with nothing. 
Yeah, no, it didn't help her. But like, like I said, one hundred percent, I'd be Somebody, that person that yeah. would just be like, "All right, you little sh." And I would just crawl into her window in the middle of the night and just actually kill her. I'll show you, Pinchin. <laughs> like, <laughs> see, this is why women can't, can't time travel. No. Because I would be like, oh, okay, so I'm a witch now. Guess what? You're all cursed. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, hey, hey, I'll you show guys, you witchcraft. You want to be cursed forever and eternity. <laughs> <laughs> we all try so hard to be Madame Zeroni one day. <laughs> so the funny thing about this, uh, the warrant was issued on a Saturday. So legally, according to weird Salem law, uh, they could not arrest Martha until Monday. Right. So she attended church that Sunday. Yes. With go the Martha. entire nice. town present. Uh, the entire town knew about the warrant. Everybody knew she was accused of being a witch. Um, Please tell me she just sat in church and pointed at people. <laughs> no, she sat there perfectly stoically. People threw things at her people yelled things at her people tried running up to her like whole nine Can you just look at them and be like they're not being very godly today that's, well, that's exactly what she that. did that's so exactly what she did i'm convinced this woman's a witch i know that she's cursing people she's sneaking into their rooms and pinching children and i'm gonna throw stuff at her at church right yeah. they idiots no, they, they don't understand God how... God will protect us but from it hasn't, the witches. He hasn't been protecting anybody else in the town, so why would he protect them? But that's what I don't understand, is their whole thing is like, okay, she's, a, she's an agent of the devil now. By your logic, she shouldn't even be able to go into the church. I think yeah. that's a relatively new thing, though, isn't no, it? No, ac- actually, it's something... Uh, so when the, when the witch trials do, do finally come to a close, and uh, when a lot of people start... Um, a lot of the, the higher courts of, of Massachusetts start looking at them. These are things that are brought up. Um, and uh, and the, the I think it was the court of, anyway, the court that was convened to actually try. Yeah, the old-time Supreme Court yeah, kind of thing. To try, to try the trials. Um, it, was, it was one of the things brought against, against the court to, to look at its validity in general. Oh, okay. Be, because several of the members who were actually convicted and executed um, were capable of, uh, of saying the Lord's Prayer, uh, entering a church, uh, being on hollow ground, and things like that. Gross. So, uh, Martha was arrested that money, Monday morning. Uh, you guys think this is when it starts getting better? Oh no! You think this not. is when it starts? Uh, this is when it starts letting up, getting a little more right, lighthearted. Yes, again. Uh, Mister Cotton Eye Joe, which we touched on a little bit. Yeah, Cotton uh, Mather. Yeah. But where did he come from? He Nobody knows. During her trial, uh, him and Mr. Hathorne gave Martha the <laughs> stupidest third degree I've ever read. And uh, next week, we'll start doing a little bit of excerpts from uh, the trials themselves, direct quotes and everything. He just was trying to absolutely rake her over the coals, and Martha didn't miss a beat. Frankly, making Hawthorne... Hathorne and Mather look like the butt faces that they were. Uh, during the trial, Martha repeatedly requested to pray and was refused. Every single time they began the trial with a prayer, she was not present for that. And she was like, may I please pray? May I just say the Lord's Prayer to protect me during this hard time? They refused to let her do it. It was explained by Hathorne by saying she will incorporate a curse within her prayer, but the truth was 
he was afraid of Martha, which he should have been. I mean, she was uh, a firecracker. He not absolutely o- should have been. Not only that, he knew how religious she was. He knew that if he let her recite the Bible, the entire court would know that she was a God-fearing woman and all the trials would fall apart. Everyone's standing on this woman is lying. This woman is an agent of the devil. She cannot say the Lord's Prayer. She cannot do the holy things that we do because she's a witch. Now, if you get that same woman up on the stand reciting the Lord's Prayer perfectly, tears in her eyes because she's afraid she's going to die, your whole tin, it just goes up in flames in front of your face. She should have just done it anyway. Which she absolutely should have. I absolutely agree with that. But she was trying to be as cordial as she could while just being as snarky as she could possibly be. But this sets the precedent that on some level, everybody knew what they were doing. At least the people that were running the trials. They were like, okay, so I have to take this logic and just flip it on its head to make it look like even more so that she's a witch. I think that at some point there was that like that moment of well we're already this far we can't back down now yeah kind of thing like i think on some level it started purely with the intent of witches are dangerous and we need to make sure that there's no witches but then once the realization of oh we have all these innocent people that we're trying for witchcraft but we can't admit that we did something really awful, so we're just going to lean into it now. And well, and you yeah. also have that mindset. Who's the real agent of the devil now, <laughs> Mr. Mathers? You have that mindset of, all right, well, we've already done this, right? And she was obviously kind of a pain in the butt of the community. She's outspoken. She's yelling at her husband. Yeah. So she's not following the God's law or whatever. So kind of throw in a couple, you know, and oh, if you've got land next to the church, maybe we'll throw you in too. They're a little bit more sinister than that. They were taking people's land. They were using, you know, the girl that was homeless. They were using it to get rid of people that didn't fit society's. Well, that's who all of the girls, that was the entire basis of how the girls decided that they, I mean, Abigail Williams kind of went nuts, but um, most of the girls, they were just picking out people that they knew that their parents didn't like or were generally unliked or were mean to them. That's how almost every witch trial went, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I across mean, Europe, across even, any witch trials yeah, like Even that. outside of the witch trials, that's that's how most things like this, like the Inquisition and all of this, like that's how things like this happen. It's, yeah, you live next to yeah. a church, you better be careful. Yeah. Oh, we're going to start talking about Sarah Holton <laughs> a little bit later. And, ooh, that girl got the short end of the stick. Um, all while this was happening, as we talked about, Salem, vi- the Salem village is in utter paranoid pandemonium to the point where Reverend Paris was told by his brother, don't let your daughter point the finger at you or you're boned. So to the point where the guy whose kid started this entire thing was being told by other relatives, hey, man, your kid's kind of a ticking time bomb. You might want to watch out Uh, to the point where Reverend Paris had his horses saddled and ready to go. Should he and his family need to book it out of town if need be. So if the heat started getting on him, he had a bug out bag like he was ready to go. You know, I'm amazed that nobody 
pointed the finger. Well, I mean, I guess they did kind of towards the end, but I'm amazed that nobody was like, hey, this kid who keeps accusing everybody of being a witch. Maybe she's a witch. Oh, no, we're going to get into that. <laughs> There's a lot of conspiracy theories going around that. Uh, I mean, we talked about it a little bit uh, last week. Yeah. About just about, I fully believe that she was not, that Abigail Williams was not human because, holy crap, she might have just been a really bad person, but. I think she was just a little sociopath. That's really what it is. <laughs> well, I read much. a theory, I read a theory years ago that um, they thought that their, I want to say rye. Got, oh, Ergot. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And so it's very possible that all of these people are just hallucinating like crazy. Yeah. Every, yeah. A lot of people who don't realize um, it because it, it's not terribly common anymore, the way that we sanitize our grain before we grind it. Um, mm-hmm. So it still exists in the wild. It's what you make LSD out of. So... Um, these guys are just tripping like crazy. Yeah. So, so it's, it, I mean, it's also used for, for a migraine drug and uh, a coagulant for, af- for after giving birth. So, I mean, we have some, some great uses for it uh, beyond LSC, I guess. But, y'all want to, um, y'all want to get baked and go hunt some witches? She didn't steal your penis, Gary. You're just tripping balls. <laughs> you don't know that, dude. It's gone. <laughs> So, let's get to one of the stupidest... Or it was just never that big to begin right? with. Right? <laughs> no, honey, it's always been that small. No, my penis are Oh, no. Now let's get to one of the stupidest, most... I'm sorry. Off the rails, everybody. All I'm saying... Stop looking at me like that, Hannah! All I'm saying is we need to get some I weird... All I'm saying is we need to get some weird bread... We need to all. We need to just put some blankets on the floor. We need to get some finger paint out, and we need to eat some weird bread and just see what happens, okay? Because that's how great death metal albums get started. Sounds super safe. <laughs> now let's get to some of. Uh, let's get to one of the stupidest, most vindictive, petty neighbor stuff I've ever heard. The story of one Rebecca Nurse, one Oof. of the one of the chief matrons of the Mother of Church of Salem. Well loved by the entire community, except for Sarah Holton. Oh, bummer! <laughs> you picked Sucks the wrong to kid to hate you. Now this is some stupid, like Real Housewives type drama. So just listen to this. Pay attention. Years before all of this was happening, uh, Sarah Holton's pig had wandered into Rebecca Nurse's garden, uprooting her plants. Rebecca peeved, went to the Holton's house, and tore Mister Holton a new one. For not keeping better track of the pig. A few months later, Mr. Holton, quote unquote, died mysteriously. Sarah Holton blatantly blamed Rebecca Nurse for her husband's death. Does she grow oleander? I have no idea. <laughs> they did not specify. So, <laughs> on March 23rd, Rebecca Nurse, who was bedridden and in her 70s, Again, lots of elderly women. Well, yeah, to. the young ones are going to survive the trial. Uh, and you have to do something with might, them. You, not always. Uh, so, who was veteran and in her 70s was arrested and imprisoned. On that same day... Just put chains on her bed. She can't leave. She's not going anywhere. 
Well, and you also have that whole old crone stereotype. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. If, if also, you're young you're not, and beautiful, you're not going to be well, accused of because you're not as often. You're not as a, the creepy old lady. You aren't of use to anyone anymore. Yeah. So well, we might as well. Yeah, and the uh, the other view, uh, the opposite view of that is that you have to remember that life expectancy was a lot shorter. Yeah. So if you lived Which, into your seventies, eighties, you had to have made a deal. Especially, gotcha. if, especially if you looked like you were on death's door all the time, but. Year after year, you won't yeah. die and give me your land. <laughs> also, she's, she's not a witch. See, she's a lich. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. You're Baba Yaga. Chill out. Little children. <laughs> it was just a human child. So you can make more. Oh, God. No, but that was, a, but that was another thing is if you were an unmarried old woman and you could sustain yourself. And you didn't have to like go live with one of your kids or anything like that. And you stayed on your property. There was a lot of suspicion as to how you were doing because you were uh, you were a widow who whose husband more often than not wasn't very wasn't and you're a girl. You're a frail lady with a lady brain. You can't survive on your own. What do you mean? You must be selling people potions and curses and things. Now, on March twenty third, also somebody who was arrested was uh, Sarah Good's five-year-old daughter, Dorcas. Now, that poor child. She's five, Hannah. I under- Not anymore. Not anymore. I understand and that her parents you- obviously hate her. <laughs> I understand that you are the Baba Yaga and you feel no sympathy towards children. I understand that she has a funny name. I need you to stop it. So would that make her taste funny, Hannah? <laughs> yes. She was a five year no, you don't understand this story. It's really sad. Okay. I'm sorry, Katie. It was I, sad the day I'm they trying. named the poor girl. I mean that, On that same her, her life family was name? just her life was just bad from the get go. <laughs> and it never got better. So there's some names you give people that there's no choice. They have a destiny. On that same day, Sarah Good's five year old daughter, Dorcas. <laughs> was accused of taking revenge on the girls for sending her mom to prison and was arrested. <laughs> that's not why she was taking revenge. I've met five-year-olds. That's not why she was taking revenge. During Dorcas Good's trial. You guys, this is a really sad story. No, it, it really, really is. I am sorry. I apologize for laughing at the child's awful name. <laughs> During Dorcas Good's trial... You're doing that on purpose, Katie. The Salem Village Marshal was so ashamed of arresting a five-year-old, he refused to bring her to the courtroom and had one of his deputies do it. You know, if if so you're he, if you are so ashamed of your actions that that you can't actually follow through with them, maybe that's a good indicator that what you're doing is real bad. And you no. should probably like maybe just speak up instead of sending some other guy. But then he's a witch. No, 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 no. He's a witch. You guys, you guys are missing the whole thing here. Dorcas Good is an agent of the devil, and what does the devil do? He lies, and he puts on a beautiful face on the horrible things he does, except for all the old ladies. (laughs) (laughs) See, no, this is their logic, though. They're using an innocent child to (laughs) to perpetuate this horrible, horrible crime of look. The devil does horrible things, and it took advantage of this tiny, tiny child to instigate these horrible, horrible crimes. Isn't there? Maybe, maybe it's not in the Puritan belief, but isn't isn't there an age limit, like where where children are considered too innocent to like be accountable 
Oh, you have far more faith in the Catholic Church. No, because you you're okay. you're born Seriously. into sin. That's why they used to yeah. um, baptize babies. Okay. You're born into you sin. You actually can't yeah. be confirmed until you reach uh, whatever the particular church you're being confirmed into until you reach their age of yeah. majority where you can make that decision. Most of the time, that's 9, 10, 11. Yeah, um, unborn babies, like if, like, I mean, we're talking about the same if they're not ba- If they're not baptized and they die. It's, they don't get they buried don't, in the cemetery. No. Nope. Hey, there's a reason I don't subscribe to religion because it's <laughs> awful. Yeah, they believe you're born into sin. So yeah. any, like, you die at two weeks old and you can't be buried yeah, unless you, you've been. Yeah, baptized. and you go to purgatory. Yeah. That just, sounds like a God I want to follow. Right? Religion, everybody. Hashtag uh, sarcasm. So uh, the three ge- the three girls that accused Dorcas, shut up, uh, showed the courts the uh, there were tiny bite marks on their arms and claimed the little girl almost choked them to death. She's five. And her mother just got arrested. Yeah. Like you, you probably deserve to be choked a little bit by a five year old at that point. Yeah. yeah. I think a tantrum well, is perfectly yeah. reasonable. A five year old throwing a tantrum. Who hasn't been bitten by a five year old throwing a tantrum? So no, but what I want to know is they clearly she clearly did not bite these girls. So but, where do they get the tiny, tiny bite marks? They bit themselves. They were tiny though. They just had their sisters bite them. Probably. How do you know that she could have bit them? They could have been picking on her and being like, oh, your mom's a witch. And then she, she just. But the other side to that, too, is tiny little bite marks as evidence could be a red mark. They probably pinched each other. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And it yeah. could, oh, could yeah, even it be could, mosquito it could bites. Just, or, it's not like it they had her. fingernail like, marks. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like. Yeah. 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 It's not like they had her be like, oh, well, let's match your uh, teeth print. The, there were no forensics here because there wasn't any logic or science here. So uh, during the trial, the. We talked about how they she could have potentially bitten a couple of the kids because you put my mom in jail, man. But uh, during the trial, the girls would screech and point to different areas of their bodies. Uh, when the areas were examined, there were small needles buried almost completely in the girls' abdomens, claiming that Dorcas put them there. These girls were really committed. Super dedicated. Yeah. You know who started that? The crazy one? Little Miss Abigail Williams. Yeah. They were real, real committed. Sorry. So, um, that actually, there was the scene. Uh, so we try not to take a lot of things from the Crucible because there were a lot of, you know, creative liberties that they took with it. But, uh, the one of the more famous scenes of the movie The Crucible with Winona Ryder was Winona Ryder pulling out a five inch long, pretty much nail. Out of her abdomen. Yeah, um, like knitting needles. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't quite that extreme. It was more just like tiny little pins. That being said, holy crap, dude. No, 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 no. So, uh. You just gotta ice the area. There are like actresses in Hollywood who, who won't go that far. So, yeah, no, like almost completely yeah, embedded that's into some dedication. Their skin. Like, I mean, horrific dedication, crap. but yeah. yeah also, but they believe people were pulling the strings of these girls. And so yeah. when you get to a certain point, it's like, do this or you're next. Because they were fully like having like fits in the streets of like, this person's with the devil and this person's hurting me and all this stuff. You have to keep upping the ante or else, I mean, these people aren't the smartest people on the planet. But so they get you bored. Kind of, yeah. So they're going to get bored easily and be like, Wait a second. Yeah, and it, as far as people pulling the strings, um, so the the Putnams, one of the one of the families in Salem Village, uh, who 
were, if I if I remember correctly, were aligned with some of the merchant classes. They were the ones who actually brought in um, uh, Reverend Paris, and it's, of course it's his daughter and his niece that are doing all the accusing. And most of the initial wave of the accused are actually uh, people who either opposed uh, Paris being brought in, or or people who opposed a lot of the the financial ideas that the Putnams had. Yeah. Oh God. So this just I'm sorry, this just makes me so sad and angry and it's just very disheartening. I know it happened a long time ago, but it bothers me. This yeah, still happens some places. Anybody who lived through the eighties yeah. yeah. like it, yeah. it comes around every once in a while. And people were almost I mean, here in the States were almost uh put to death for essentially this. I mean, there were people that actually died that were actually murdered and they got accused. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the West Memphis Three. They were... uh, Oh, yeah, during the Red Scare. Yep. uh, They were three boys that were accused... They were three teenage boys that were accused of putting... Of murdering two kids brutally. uh, And they were accused... This was during... This was mid-Satanic Panic and these were the true victims of the Satanic Panic. Um, They were accused and tried and convicted for literally no other reason than they wore heavy metal shorts and were kind of weird kids. And they were tried and some of them were on death row Mm -hmm. for this exact thing. So for us to be like, oh, this happened so long ago, da-da-da, A, it doesn't really happen that long ago. Second of all, there are parts of the world where this happens today. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, witchcraft is illegal in certain countries, and people die for it. So, on that lovely note... Well, it really, it comes down to it being the mob mentality kind of thing. Yes, like, right. It's sociology, 100%. Yeah. I studied the Salem witch trials in my sociology class. It's it's mass hysteria in large groups. Never ends well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, something that we'll get into in parts three and potentially four is people starting to come out of their um, stupor as far as the mass hysteria is concerned, and come out with, not enough people did this, a lot of people doubled down on Or their uh, high was ending. Right. And But they fully came out and apologized. They were like, holy crap, what have we done? Like, this is horrible. There was one woman that wasn't really directly involved in anything as far as the Salem Witch Trials, but she would, um, there was one point during a trial where she passed out. Like, she just dropped to the floor because she was under the impression that she was being attacked by one of the witches that were on trial at the time and was just and she started having fits and then after all of this happened she was one of the I forget her name I'll find it for next week she fully came out and was like I'm so sorry like and like completely denounced it said this was horrible I've made a terrible mistake Please forgive me. Right. It was probably just a stress reaction. Yeah. Yeah. God have mercy on our souls. Like all of this stuff. So uh, before we get into uh, some other stuff, you guys want to know what happened to uh, little Miss Dorcas? Dorcas, for those of you that think her name is funny, you want to know what happened to her? You want to know what happened? Uh, Dorcas was sent to the Salem Village Jail for several months with her mother covered in incredibly heavy chains. Let's remember that she was five. And uh, until her bail was posted and her father claimed that she never fully recovered from the traumatic experience of this. Would you? Absolutely not. I mean, that's childhood drama 101, man. Let's just end the makings of a witch. 
One hundred percent. Ooh, becomes that's a, witch. a good horror movie. Oh crap! Ooh, we should just make one called "The Making of a Witch." There you go. But then we're gonna have to name the key villain in the movie Dorcas. No, absolutely. Just... <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh come on! It's it's gold. It is. That's how the movie starts. Is everybody? Everybody's Everybody laughing, laughing, making fun of her. Uh-huh, the cursed witch of Salem is her name's Dorcas. <laughs> and that's why that's why the mom was accused of a, of witchcraft because only a witch would name their kid Dorcas. <laughs> kind of like in Good Omens, where they name the name the boy Warlock. Yeah, so yeah. You're just asking for it. Yeah, at that point. Oh, Dorcas, we're sorry. So, do you guys know what it's time for? Report everybody the segment of the show where I add a lizard person and tell you why they're a lizard person. We've actually talked about this person uh, somewhat at length in a previous episode. In the um, <laughs> we're gonna get into that joke here in a little bit. Um, we're gonna be talking about uh, Grigory Rasputin, lover of the Russian <laughs> queen, y'all. Uh, so, for those of you that don't know who uh, Grigory Rasputin was... Uh, he's, he's your best friend, Tiana. He is my best friend. <laughs> if you're Baba Yaga. Right? Yes, true. <laughs> I don't know. Somehow I see them, like, sitting at a table glaring at each I, other. I, yeah, think they're, they're, I think they're frenemies. They're frenemies. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, so, okay. Welcome back, Gregory. Not to take a, dar- not to take a uh, sad turn or anything, but the running joke was that Ian was Rasputin. And um, the running joke is that Hannah is Bobby Yaga. And you two are pretty good friends. So, um, you know. <laughs> Neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> so, um, we're going to talk about uh, Rasputin for a little bit. Uh, from a very young age, he was always a very peculiar child. Um, there were rumors in his village that he could heal horses just by touching them. Uh, His dad had some sort of episode or fit and all he had to do was like touch him on the chest or forehead or something and immediately was cured. His dad still beat the crap out of him though. So that was the thing. Uh, They fought each other a lot. Um, Oh, this guy started a lot of weird sex cults like very very early in his religious career um which when you're a lizard person with manipulation powers what else are you gonna do um this guy unanimously smelled horrible like everybody that had anything to say about him talked about how bad he smelled on a consistent basis and they also talked about how he would brag about not washing his underwear or changing his underwear for six months yet yet he still gained enough favor with the uh russian religious higher-ups and the royal family to essentially play a huge hand in bringing about the end of the romanov empire now, if that ain't some religious... He's a witch. If that ain't he's some, like... No, he's a lizard person. <laughs> now, um... He's a lizard witch? <gasps> That's how all of this started! Space magic! Now, this guy... Since we're on the subject of uh, penises... <laughs> Sorry, Sam. Um, have you guys seen the uh, supposed... 
penis that's in the jar at the uh, sex museum that is supposedly Rasputin's? No. It's about a foot long. Now, medical... That, w- that would explain several things about yes. why he was so popular. <laughs> yes, that's... So, as I said on in our uh, Hellboy episode, he was essentially Stuart from Letterkenny, just the weird, spazzy goth kid. He would just get drunk in the middle of the streets and just run circles around, which I think was some sort of lizard homing technique. But, uh... <laughs> But uh, in the sex museum, they claim to have his junk in a jar. And it's a it's it's like a foot long, like it's not possible is the thing. So and a lot of medical professionals are like, no, this is a modified horse thing. I don't think so. I think what's happening is. That was how he gained all of his favor in the royal court, <laughs> which based off of uh, historians' testimonies, that's essentially how he happened. He, he just kind of slept his way to the top. Absolutely. Yeah. Because a bunch of uh, goth Russian aristocratic women were like, he's so mysterious. <laughs> I'm just I'm just picturing like OG like MTV like reality show where they're like, I just don't get why he's so popular. He must be sleeping his way to the top. <laughs> and then two weeks later, oh, I get it. <laughs> no, I get it. So, no, but it's like inhuman. And that is all the detail that I will give on that. Now, let's talk about, just for a second, about how this man died. Oh, God. Just, so. He didn't die. He's <laughs> Rasputin. He just he just went home. <laughs> so no, he's still wandering around. So we talked about it in our Hellboy episode of all of the ways that they tried to kill him and how it didn't work. Um, I believe that 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 he just had a very durable suit and like one of like the the deluxe models because, you know, he was very influential. He took really poor care of it then. Yeah, no, absolutely. Wait, no, it was He garbage. was busy. So does. OK, here's my very. question. Does the suit protect the lizard person or are lizard people just naturally good at surviving things like that and they just hop from suit to suit. So I think so something that I don't think people realize is I don't think that lizard people can can stay in Earth's atmosphere unexp like I don't think they can stay in Earth's atm- atmosphere exposed for an extended period of time. So they need a very durable suit that gives them essentially I don't know if it's a different kind of chem- uh, gas other than oxygen. I don't know if they need a constant I don't need I don't know how much heat they need or anything like that, but I think that they need kind of a durable suit to protect them from the elements. And I think that Rasputin just had a stronger one. That's why it took so many different methods of death. And I'm guessing like a lot of lizards, uh, not all of them, obviously, but a lot of them have some resistances to poison, which was one of the first things I think they tried. Yeah. A lot of lizards can heal from really. Yeah. They eat poisonous bugs all day long. Yeah. Like, so I think, I think some of it was, was the lizard person itself. And then the rest of it was probably the suit. Yeah. He was poisoned. He was shot. He was was stabbed. stabbed, He was drowned. I mean, yeah. So what I, the thing was, so we talked about it in our um, last, in our Hellboy episode that uh, there were reports of whenever they burned his body, that his body started to like sit up. And 
we talked about uh, in our Hellboy episode that what happens whenever your body starts to burn is your muscles start to tighten and your skin starts to tighten. Yeah, anytime you remove moisture rapidly. So you start to curl. It's kind of similar to how paper starts to kind of fold over whenever it's being burned or it starts to curl when it starts. See, I changed my mind. I think that he was just kind of trying to wait it out, being like, okay, cool, I'm going to play dead and I'm going to stop breathing so they're going to think that I'm dead. And then because it took fire. so long, they were like, cool, just to be safe, let's light him on fire. And he was like, no! <laughs> I want to know how many people turned down the having to burn him. Maybe like, no, dude, this guy's immortal. I'm not touching it. I was surprised they didn't draw and quarter him, which was, which was pretty common. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially in, in the Balkan states. Ew. Well, see burning kind of eliminates the whole body. That's true. If you draw and quarter somebody that might you come think back is together. functionally immortal, <laughs> like true. they just might pull themselves back together. Yeah, Witchcraft 101. I'm not stopping at drawing and quartering. I'm going to burn <laughs> the pieces later or do that whole put him in a box and bury him around the world thing. And then <laughs> I'm going to scatter his ashes to the four winds and sow them with salt. Guys, 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 come on. We're doing a witchcraft episode. We're doing a Salem Witch Trials episode. There's not, There's very real actual witch. There's very little actual uh, witchcraft in this story. But we're talking about witches. We, You know what they need to do every single time. You burn whatever it is you need to get rid of, and then you bury the ashes with a, with a bunch of broken glass. You guys and know salt. this. This is and Witchcraft salt. 101. Come salt. on. Figure it out. You got some news for me? Han- oh, first of all, general consensus. General consensus. I I like the mysteria like the of of Rasputin being just this immortal warlock mm-hmm. like agent of Satan kind of thing. Yeah. More than I like him being a lizard person. I think he's somehow attached to elder gods. Yeah, he seems much more like a fey creature yeah. than like, a lizard. And I, we've had a couple of those. I could see it as a lizard person, I could see him as a lizard person, but I, I feel like, so, so lizard people are everywhere. They're in a lot of really high profile things, but I feel like he was just a little too left field. Oh God. Yeah. For, for that. Like, I don't know. He didn't do himself any favors. No. Is the thing. He did not understand social norms to the point where he bragged to everybody about sleeping with the married queen of Russia like, this yeah. guy had some sort of sociopathy or was just an idiot. A very charismatic idiot. Which is why I just think he was connected to the Elder Gods. Because you just lose a lot of sanity when you when you agree to yeah. be an avatar of theirs. And Well, and you'd have that lack of social oh, yeah. construct. Yeah. Like, that's not... <laughs> My fifth edition warlock can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> you got some news for me, Hannah? I do. Again, I'm not Corey, but I think I've got some cool stories. <laughs> um, in Alaska... Uh, a man found a 50-year-old message in a bottle Aww. from a Russian sailor. What did it say? Um, um, hold on. My, my phone is being dumb. Help, I'm stranded help, on help. a it, desert island. It basically just said, hi, we're on a boat. <laughs> right? If you find this, um, send us a message. It said, we wish you good health, many years of life, and happy sailing. Aww. Oh, it's just sending some good it's, vibes. It's just like good vibes in a bottle, man. Like From 50 years from ago. From 50 years ago. That's witchcraft. Cute. Absolutely <gasps> witchcraft. Okay. In, um, hey, maybe you should secure your life savings um, better than you did. <laughs> um, a California man kept his life savings in a shoebox. Oh, God. Roughly uh, 23 
$5,000 in cash. And it accidentally got tossed out in the recycling. <gasps> he got a, ha- uh, a hold of the um, Humboldt County uh, recycling plant. Mm-hmm. And they were able to track down $22,000 of it. Oh, well, that's not too bad. Uh, nice. So, but... Finder's my, fee. My, my <laughs> thing is, yeah. well, yeah, see, they have like 320 of it that's unrecovered. Unrecovered. Uh, unre- quote, unquote. Unrecovered, quote, unquote. Quote. So, pizza um, for everyone. Pizza for everyone. $300 worth of pizza. It's but, a big plant. But I, I just, this one just got me like, first of all, why are you keeping all of that cash in a shoebox? Don't trust banks. Buy a safe. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing the depression. My grandfather kept a lot of. No, and I, I get it. See, but see, but if you buy a safe, you'll have m- and people less know money where it is. to put in the safe. And people know where it is. You and... can bolt a safe to the foundation of your house. See, then again. I'm... And it won't get thrown out in the recycling. See, but, but then Catwoman will come and steal it. A, yes. Also, get a dog. then there will be less money in the safe. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> but I agree. A shoebox, just like a mattress, is a terrible say, place. At least it wasn't look, stuffed under the mattress. Like, look, out. man, banks are controlled by the reptilians. If I want to put my money under a mattress, I'm gonna dadgum it. Dadgum it. Um, in Arizona. Uh, Arizona, man. Nothing good starts with in Arizona. No. Uh, a driver escaped injury. Sorry. When... The trunk of a cigarro cactus crashed through his window. Wait, wait. During a crash. It crashed. Okay. I was yeah, saying, yeah, it yeah. Cra- what? It, like walked Somebody over and threw it at him. <laughs> okay. it just he it's like it. an old school Arizona caber toss. They right. just chucked it at him. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but this car just has an in- an entire cactus. <laughs> that needs to go on the Facebook through page. Through its window. I feel sorry for the cactus. There's a wild cactus. shouldn't ca- have been tailgating the cactus. Oh my God, a he's, wild cactus He's under investigation for impairment. <laughs> you think? Shockingly. <laughs> yes. This is my favorite thing. This is one of my favorite things of our news stories when every single one of these, we talked about it on a couple Florida Man episodes, drugs or alcohol may have been involved. May have been involved. <laughs> have you guys seen that video of the snake inside the gas pump screen in Kansas? Yes. No. Wait, did you so, say Kansas? Kansas. That happened in Kansas. That happened in Kansas. Where yeah. the heck did that snake come from in Kansas? I have there are snakes in Kansas. No Not cobras. It was a pet, probably. Was it a cobra? It, it never showed no, its you're face. you're thinking of a different video. Oh, I'm thinking of a different video. <laughs> So the video is this one of those touchscreen gas pumps, you know, the ones with the LED yeah. screens there. And you just see the body of this snake slithering like it's squeezing itself between the, the, the glass and the screen. Yeah, that's a whole lot of nope. Yeah, and there's just, just so much there nope. And you're just like, what are you doing, little noodle? So, <laughs> just so here's the thing. I love snakes. Uh, R.I.P. Sean the Heartbreak Snake. Oh, my Sean the Heartbreak Snake. So, but that being said, if um, things were happening like that, where people were um, getting attacked by random cacti and uh, there were snakes in my ATM, I would assume witchcraft. <laughs> witchcraft. Well, they happened in two different places. Or Armageddon. You, you A know, really talented witch. You know yeah. what else? I started Wintergeddon. Whatever. You know what else could be caused by witches? Oh, God. In Florida. Florida man! <laughs> Lightning struck a Florida home's septic tank. 
Oh, Gross. No. <laughs> it gets better. The toilet inside the house exploded. Yep. So can we forever change the in Florida drugs and alcohol may have been involved to drugs, alcohol, and witchcraft may have been involved? Can that just be like the new thing? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I just love that, that it struck the septic tank and okay. then inside the house, the toilet just yeah. blew up. Okay. So, At least somebody wasn't sitting on it. Okay, so as far whatever as I know. delightful little bayou voodoo swamp priestess did this amazing, amazing act. I don't care if you need my firstborn child. I need to learn how to do this because <laughs> I have some people who don't need toilets anymore. Stepping away from news, I do have some death days today to round off the show. What? I know. Weird. It's almost like I do this every It's week. almost like we planned this. <laughs> uh, in 1898, Gardner Quincy Colton. His first name is Gardner. He is not a Gardner. Gardner Quincy Colton. Gardner Quincy Colton. Um, he was a lecturer who was the first to use nitrous oxide as an anesthetic in dentistry. I thought that was neat. Huh. Died at 84. Would. What did he laughing? Die of? Probably <laughs> laughter. <laughs> oh man, if you know you're gonna go, it's just the way to what go. What a way to do it. Uh, in a little bit more sciencey news too. Uh, 1899, Edward Franklin, a British structural chemist who co-discovered helium and developed the theory of valiance, died on holiday in Norway at 74. There's a lot of fun gases involved in death days. I know. Yeah, there's day. a theme this episode. Well, I those like were, those were my two guesses ones. I'm sorry to disappoint everyone. Gas. Gases. <laughs> sorry. I'm five. 1962, Herman Hess, the German-Swiss novelist and poet, died at 85. Herman! Wrote Steppenwolf. Really? Did. Yeah. The, the, I love that song. The, the Bonnie M song? No. Oh. We were talking about Rasputin earlier. <laughs> <laughs> um, 1969, Abigail Folger. The American coffee magnet. Magnate? I can't say what. <laughs> the coffee magnet. Magnet. That, that's not coffee. That's. Was. It's cocaine. Was murdered. <gasps> what? By someone who knew what real coffee was supposed to taste like. Murdered. Murdered. And to round off my death days today in a. No, very... I have more questions. How? Who was she murdered by? What happened? She was just murdered. Was it in the library with the candlestick? What happened? I need witchcraft. Context. No, why was she, she murdered? She had a uh, a sharpened can of Folgers coffee shoved through her heart. I don't know, Katie. I don't look these things up. <laughs> what? <laughs> Your mind goes to dark places sometimes. Death by teacup <laughs> or coffee cup. Around, but it was but it was tea in the Chronicles of Riddick. <laughs> Death days, Hannah. To round off my death days, I have a very underground files death day. 1969 again. Sharon Tate was murdered by the Manson family. What? At the age of 26. Did you guys know that? Um, no, we already did an episode on that. I completely forgot that we did an episode about how Helter Skelter was an inside job. I've been doing this for too long. <laughs> We need to have a running list of all our episodes so we don't just rest in peace. Let's do this again. <laughs> awesome. And I think that about wraps it up. Uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me. Thank you so much for uh, being here, Jen. We really appreciate it. It was fun. Uh, and th thank you for uh, screaming about how people stole our penises with us. Uh, I'm going to say that nonstop until this series is over <laughs> and y'all can't stop me.
And thank you, listeners. Join us next week when we tell you all about the next fear-mongering, deadly threat to your family, jorts. Next week on The Underground Files. You've been listening to AU Radio Underground Files. Music is provided by Cubby, PurplePlanet.com, and Bensound.com. Views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Adventures Underground. AU Radio Podcast is a production of Adventures Underground Copyright 2018 All Rights Reserved. If you'd like to contact the show, follow us on Twitter at AU underscore radio, Facebook at AU Radio Podcast, Instagram at AU dot radio, or you can email the show at podcast at ADV You can also support this show and all the shows on AU Radio by becoming a patron of the AU Radio Network. Find us on Patreon as AU Radio at Adventures Underground. You can help us create this podcast and soon several others with as little as a dollar a month. Thanks for listening. Thank you.